Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Working Class Bowhunter podcast starts in 3, 2, 1. I think I left about 4 No one honestly really cares. Steve's calling me while I'm holding, <laughs> getting ready for this deer to stand up. Glad you took this deer out. He doesn't even drive American. <laughs> See, that deer's what's exactly what's wrong with this country, right? He doesn't even support local American-made deer-compatible vehicles. <laughs> that one that one arrow cost me $33,000. Just aiming too long and just moved a little bit and I was like oh no it fired you know crap I knew as soon as it left it was just a little high but he came right out in the field made a scrape right in the cornfield started grunting walked 30 yards made another scrape you're listening to the working class bow hunter that's right this is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket the working man just like me and you my name's Travis T-Bone Turner from the Bone Collector thank you for tuning in Episode number 85 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. That's right. You have heard 85 hours of, well, 84, but after this, it'll be 85 hours of us. That's insane. Talking. It is nuts here. I only clear my throat here. We're at. It's two full regular time work weeks and then some. Two. And then really in a Saturday morning. It's the longest I've ever worked at anything in my life. <laughs> that is an accurate statement. That is a fact plus right a, there. That plus a, a Saturday. Uh, 1600 Buckslayer Place right here in beautiful, lovely, always happening, Sherrard, Illinois. All 640, well, 44 of us now. Right, right. Well, we added another person. Yeah, we did. We are uh, enjoying life. That is where these podcasts are, uh, as everybody that I try to explain what a podcast to is filmed at. Yeah, everyone thinks mm. we're. Uh, where do I watch it? I can't. Well, I can't wait doesn't... to watch it. We're gonna watch that together. Is that oh, FM or AM? What station is that on? <laughs> well, you well, see, there's a thing yeah. called the interwebs, and uh, that, uh, we're, <laughs> gigabytes. We record it and it goes online. Uh, for everyone over uh, 55, podcast is internet radio. Welcome, welcome to the future. Well, here we are at the future. It you were warned uh, about it this. It is exactly the same <laughs> as it was about four years ago. But uh, yeah, we're happy to be here. Um, I'm Steve. Kurt's in the house, and Eric. You know what we have? Uh, we have a very special guest in the studio, but we won't get to him yet. Not yet. Just wait. We gotta cut him off. My we gotta off. All right, we got something to get to. The we show is. We're very proud to announce the show is 
now brought to you by HHA Sports. Um, and the reason why is because we really believe in HHA as a company and the people behind it and the product. Um, lifetime warranty, awesome single pin sites. Um, if you have an HHA or you want to get one, post your pictures online, hashtag single pin nation and hashtag working class bow hunter podcast. Yep. They'll show you some love. We'll show you some love. Um, but really we can't say anything bad about HHA, the people, the product. I mean, you can't go wrong. Not one little thing we can say bad. So we got a lot to look forward to with them guys and you'll see a lot coming uh, in the future. So just look out for that. And then speaking of, yeah, speaking of seeing a lot in the future, you know, who's going to be seeing a lot of deer in the future is our good buddy, Scott Smith with Smith's custom meats and deer processing right there in awesome Viola, Illinois, dude. I don't know how many more times we can talk about them without you guys finally getting it, but kill yourself a deer this year and take it there legally. I should have had <laughs> take it. Good point. Take it to Smith's. Pay your money with your elite, enjoy with your, your HHA. See what we're yeah, doing here. All They're all right, blending all in right, together. All man. right, I see what you're yep. doing. Throw it. <laughs> okay, I stop you. No, I was just thinking of something. But give him all your love, respect, and money, and I promise you, you'll get. Most of it back, just love and respect. I, I I don't know where I was going with that. You did throw me off. I Nothing tried to doesn't add like good like cool. Steve telling you to spend your money. You should. On food. If I'm telling On you food. to spend your money, like I'm broke. If I'm telling someone else to spend their money, you better believe it's worth it. If we were video, you'd believe Steve because he's a little heavier on on the heavy side, you know? You know, if he's, he's, if he's, he's talking, about, thick. If he's talking little, about food, you know he's right. He knows, he knows a good uh, venison sausage. Oh, yeah. A little yeah. heavier on the heavy side. <laughs> okay. That's, that's <laughs> double the heavy. <laughs> And you know, then, then what? Then where do you go from Smith's? Dude, you you take that cape because he will cape <laughs> it out for you, and you you take that you take that two hundred inch rack, and you take it, you drive it right down the road. You go up right. sixty seven, you catch eighty, and you get right into then where? Fantastic Geneseo, Illinois, and you see our good buddy Money Bags Mark Rife at Creative Critters Taxidermy, and I'll tell you what, you go drop that deer off, and you say, make it look as pretty as it did moments before I shot it. <laughs> And you're going to be blown away when you get that that's, when you yeah. get that deer back. That's very true. It it, it will look probably better than when mm-hmm. <laughs> before you shot it, dude. Um, you know what? You might want to shoot it again. <laughs> like, but but don't. I'll get caught back up and try to get away. Just mistake it for a live deer because it's going to look that good, <laughs> dude. I love that. That's that's his new slogan. Taxidermy so realistic, you want to shoot it again. That's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> We You're welcome a, for that one, Mark. We have a guest in studio. Okay. He's just gotta, looking at us. We gotta we gotta wrap this up. You okay. know what? We gotta we gotta pack it up and move on. And how are we gonna do that? Badlandspacks.com. Ooh. Go buy a Badlands Smooth pack. Transition. You'll be able to pick up all of our nonsense plus all your hunting gear. Might even be a dual games game call. Ooh. And throw them in there. there Ooh. Man, I'm I'm put it right in there. Stick and around you know to what? the end of the episode. Yeah, you, you'll stuff. find out why we're talking about that. Um, we talk about them each and every week. Um, seriously, go go on Facebook. Go find everyone that we've talked to, Smiths, um, HHA, uh, with the, the uh, hashtag Single Pin Nation, uh, Creative Critters, Badlands Packs. Go find them on Facebook. Smash that like button. Do do everyone do yourself a favor. Do everyone a favor. And that's all I got to say about that. I do want to get on a serious note here. Each and every week, um, we do try to talk uh, about something that's near and dear to us. Um, 
we do always love to give a, a shout out to our vets and um and even our uh, our fallen vets um you know we we owe them more than we can ever give because uh, they gave all um we're actually going to have our guest who's clark cummings and we'll we'll get to who he is in a minute but he's got um he's got the vet shout out of the week all right uh this week's vet shout out would be to my ex-neighbor uh Caleb Lufkin, I grew up next door to Caleb over in Knoxville, and uh, he was just a great kid, and he lost his life due to injuries that he suffered overseas, and uh, I always think about his his whole family, his mm-hmm. mom and dad and his brothers and great people, and I wish he was still here with us, but it, it's nice to be able to give him the shout out today. For sure. Yeah, yeah the whole episode's dedicated yeah, to him. Cause dedicate the whole thing to him. Yeah, he... Um, you know, he signed that blank check, and unfortunately, it um, it cashed. And uh, you know, without guys like him, I mean, you know, we wouldn't have the freedoms to do this. So, right. Um, you know, we'll be thinking about him this uh, this whole episode, and um, he'd want us to chug right along and have a and good get time in, and get into what we're doing. So, absolutely. Um, you know, thank him for his service, and uh, you know, we wish his family the best. Um, but let's uh, let's get into the episode like Caleb would have wanted. In the studio with us, he has heard our shenanigans. He's heard us get serious. You've seen basically more emotions than I actually really have. <laughs> this is a personality. Like, I have one emotion. It's just I'm hungry. <laughs> Clark Cummings from Respect the Game TV, Elites Respect the Game TV. This is a huge deal for you to be in our studio because you drove so far to get here. <laughs> it was a long drive. Was it that I far? Bet. Well, I had a hard time getting here after work in the time that you guys needed me here, but I, well, I we, did make yeah, it. That, that's Kurt. <laughs> we appreciate it. Kurt's rushing you over here. We're sorry. Right. Well, thanks for making it out. No, we, I'm uh, glad to be here. I appreciate you guys having me. We all really enjoy the show, and after watching a bunch of the episodes you're on and seeing the deer you kill, um, we're I glad wanna, to have you on. I want to just live with you. Thank Maybe you. I'll move in and then just learn all your <laughs> secrets, and then uh, I'll just hang out with you every day and live off you. Well, it looks time? like you guys have done pretty good here too. I I'm seeing a lot of a lot of nice deer out like <laughs> to take. In the too, studio so. there's some first some of my first deer out yeah. the rest are out there. Everyone's like, "What's this little buck here in the corner?" I'm like, "It's my first buck ever." <laughs> hey, we've all got that. You oh know, yeah. yeah. Got to display you, the first one. Did you mount your first buck ever? Yes, I did. You got to. He was actually pretty nice, but oh, of course. But I mean it was, <laughs> well it was luck. I was doing a deer drive and but it didn't matter at the time we had Right. We had fun doing it and Oh yeah, that's all that yeah. matters. It's so, all uphill from there. Give us some of your background, and then all the way up to how you got on Respect the Game and how that's all working out. I guess, as far as my background goes, I I started off. I I hate to even guess how young. Just following my dad around, he was. He would take me quail hunting or rabbit hunting, and it just kind of went into the deer hunting. He was never a what I would call a big deer hunter. Of course, mm-hmm. back then, anything that was brown was down. Right, so, right. Oh, yeah. He was like the original stump sitter. He would go just literally sit on a stump. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and when a deer come, he would shoot it, and that's that's deer hunting. And it just it took him a long time to get his first one. And then when he did, that he brought that home. And at that time, I was too young to hunt still for deer. Right. And something about just seeing that deer out in the garage hanging up, it just, it like, had me so focused and it was a doe and for like the next eight years it was still a doe right (laughs) but finally when when i seen a buck for the first time and i hardly ever seen any out out and about i mean we just 
I remember one time we was rabbit hunting, and I seen a buck, and it was like, it just, it had me from right there. I just was, like, focused on right. on deer from there on, so no, I just kind of bled into that over the years. I just kind of moved from, from small game into to whitetails. And, yeah, and then and, a little uh, bit higher up in the tree, right? A little higher in the tree, <laughs> yeah. He, he still kept it where he could touch the platform from the ground, but, <laughs> but see, yeah, eight I and a half feet. See, I don't, I, I don't play that. I'm a, I'm a fan of totally sitting on uh, tires that I find in the woods. And I mean, you want to go a little bit higher up, man, get a bigger well, tire. You, Clark, you know? can you see Steve climbing a thirty foot ladder or a, or a hang on stand? Steve's seen some of my stands. He's like, "Jeez, how do you get in there?" Yeah, try climbing them in the dark. Oh, yeah, man. no, that ain't happening. I've got buddies like that. It's like you got to be part monkey to get there. Yeah, yeah. Not me. I thought no, you were talking about you no. got buddies that are like, yeah, they're not climbing up in that stand. That ain't happening. <laughs> yeah. Are you? What's what's your preferred stand height? I I guess I would say twenty. It's kind of right. Well, with 18, the cam, you got a camera guy and, and yeah. all the gear and all that. But so we did have to go a little higher. It seemed like for the to. I figured out the first couple years that mm-hmm. we was getting picked off a lot with two guys in the tree. Just th- so much more silhouette. A lot right. more movement. And yeah, sure just the extra movement and everything. Trees that had worked for years that I thought, this is money. Right. We'll just set up here and shoot them on video. It'll be pretty good. But it didn't work out <laughs> quite that way. It's like, <laughs> we was getting busted quite a bit. So we had to kind of change the system and for sure, move for up sure. and find the next little level of cover to... I think that's a majorly over, and we'll get more into the show. We're kind of getting off that again, but that's mm-hmm. what we do best. Um, I think a lot of people overlook that when they watch outdoor television, and you know, like how you're killing all those big bucks on camera. I don't think they they, they just think you're automatically just on really awesome ground because you're on TV. Yeah. Well, it's not the case. I mean, not always, but you got two people up there, gear, you know, all that stuff. You have to know your stuff. You have to have the right setup to, to fool a mature deer and make it happen for Absolutely. the camera. Yeah. And I think that's way overlooked. It is. I think it's really overlooked. I overlooked it myself mm-hmm. just because uh, I've watched hunting shows for years. And I always thought, well, that I think I could do that. Well, when you, when you get right into it and all of a sudden you're going to do it, it's not near as easy as what you think it is. So I got right. a lot of respect for the guys that do it consistently. And there are some guys that have thousands of acres and, and great ground, but there's also a lot of guys that are just like me and you that are out right. hunting smaller farms, and, and they're getting it done year after year. And mm-hmm. and those guys I have a lot of respect for because it, it's it's hard to do it. I mean, you got double the scent and double the sound going in, and yeah. just everything's double. And it's just, it's hard. I say, yeah. hell, it's tough by myself, yeah. let I mean, alone with yeah. another guy there. You know, you, you respect the hunt. You know, you just got to respect the game. Did I do that? No, you know, I yeah. do love, no, I, I see. What, I like that. I did, Steve. That was right. corny, was but, but right on point. So just like planting corn. Okay. No, I really I do love far. your guys' <laughs> show because you guys are all just like, it seems you guys are just all real. Yeah. It, and it, I don't get the weird vibe that. You're trying to. You're not trying to be someone you're not, or you're trying to be this show or that show. It's like you guys' show is its own thing. It's very enjoyable. You guys are all good on camera, and not to mention you guys put the critters down, and you do it for sure with respect. Yeah. And I, I really watched. I really liked it. Uh, me and my girlfriend, well, fiance, were watching it, and she's like, "This show's awesome." Well, thank so you. So it's yeah. really well put together. I got to I got to take. Well, my. Me and my girlfriend were watching the show, too. I have a girlfriend. I'm not making her up. Yeah, you didn't know her. She went to different <laughs> high school. It's an imaginary. <laughs> she, uh, we're, we're watching it, and um, we watched this uh, We watched this hunt. Um, 
and you you put this giant deer down and he falls like right which by the way you have a habit of shooting deer and then falling on camera oh yeah, yeah like that, 20 yards away yeah, I don't know. Like, you're like oh we don't have to track it that far this no time. idea how that happens but um uh, you uh it was the first one we were watching uh, and uh you shot this deer and then you got really emotional and she was like she was like playing the sims and she looks up she goes oh my god i love him <laughs> and uh we ended up watching <laughs> watching another one and just when you were talking about your cell phone she's like that guy is my favorite guy ever in any of these hunting show so uh, if you've got her i mean she falls in love with any other guy that isn't me I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know if it's me but um you definitely got a fan in her and you that's know it's great yeah she just it, it, if she likes you, it means that you are a very genuine human being. And there's not a whole lot. Like, if anyone hasn't seen this show, like, you don't fake anything on there. No, I'm not a, I'm not a very good actor. So it's kind of, <laughs> I've actually been accused of being, well, sometimes it's dry. Sometimes right. I, I hear you got ice in your veins. And it's like, it's it's probably somewhere between. But I'm really actually getting stirred up inside. I don't, I don't right. usually show it emotionally. No, I, I understand that's just that. the way I am, and uh, mm-hmm. that's I how have I had am guys all, filming I'm, me. Are you? Yeah, that's how I am all the time. So <laughs> that is yeah. true. Yeah, I've had I've had one guy tell me he says, you, "Come on, fire yourself up." I'm like, I can't act. I'm not gonna. Right. I mean, right. I'm just this is me. So that's that's kind of what I go for. And just well, you did say on one hunt, you're like, man, I'm. Sh- what'd you say? You might have just said I'm fired up, and I don't get fired up like this, or I don't get shook up like this. I can't yeah. remember what your word. <laughs> and it probably wasn't all that fired. Yeah, up just, in most no. people's eyes, but <laughs> but I understood but it, was, it though. Yeah, I mean, I was that's the way I am. I mean, I was I was shaking. I remember that hunt you're talking about, right. and that that deer was a 180 inch deer. That we're gonna. I want to get into yeah. detail about that deer. Yeah, in a little I, bit here, but no, I I feel it because a guy of my height and weight, like if I was in the <laughs> NFL, I'd be a running back. But because I play madden i'm not so like you know <laughs> i just can't get like any emotion because like i know people are just gonna be like oh look at the fat guy get mad or look at the <laughs> look at the jolly fat guy haha <laughs> stereotypical or like yeah i just i can't i no oh, welcome to sherard people driving lawnmowers <laughs> i i just uh yeah i know it, it I, I i i totally get where you're coming from you know and it's just one of them things that yeah, maybe you know I got emotions inside, but eh, I'm not going to show them. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. That's, how'd you get ended up? Like, how did this all work out where you ended up where you got interested in filming hunts? And how did that all snowball? Well, it's always been kind of on the, uh, I'm good here. It's always been on on uh, the back of my mind. I mean, just growing up, it's like, I guess every kid's dream, you want to have your own hunting show or you right. want to be on a hunting show or something. And, and I had my idols growing up. But it was something I always thought I would like to try and never did. And uh, right, I was actually taking all, all my taxidermy to one guy, and he was a part of another show at the time. And he said, "Boy, you bring in a lot of nice deer. You should, you should start working, maybe filming some of your hunts." So mm-hmm. That's kind of how it got started. And I he asked if I'd be interested in working with him, and I had a little reserve to it just because what we talked about earlier, I, you, you've got two guys and right. it's such a personal thing for me to go sit in a deer stand. I just, I really enjoy the the solitude. Right. For sure. And it's, it's hard to just think, okay, I'm always going to share that with another person. Is it even going to be the same? So I, I kind of waited about a year and, and at the time he was actually, then he said, well, we're going to start a new show with, uh, there's going to be a few of us that 
elite archery and i i'd never even heard of elite at the time <laughs> right so i thought well that's neat but but at the end of the day i mean <laughs> our motorcycles coming by again yeah yep. <laughs> but but yeah at the end of the day i just figured at some point why not try it and, and he was kind of on me to try it and he needed a partner mm-hmm. locally he was traveling around with some of the other guys from the show and filming and right it sounded sounded like something that i should just try so yeah and, uh, you know and course. that and uh that 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 to cut you off but like to talk about you know how you how you said it was personal i mean we've um you know we when we started this a year ago like one of the first uh really big names we got was t-bone and the thing like we always wanted to ask like was dude when was the last time you hunted just with you yeah. and you know it's got to be they don't get a lot of time to do it but they actually do get a few hunts yeah in there. and well, he yeah. said that they cherish him when when he can take his uh take his son out hunting you know and but doesn't like part of them probably like i want to take a video film it for home video yeah, yeah. but it's like well we might as well just produce it you, you know? really feel conflicted uh, that's right. what i i've figured out i mean because you you go sit in a tree and then you see something awesome and you're not filming. You don't. That's right. that and time you like, don't have the yeah, camera yeah. with you and you're like, oh crap. And yeah. it, it, well, you just, film your boy a lot. I do. I, I spend a lot of time with my son. He's he's probably the more intuitive of both of us. He loves. Well, yeah, because you've already outdoors. conquered all the big deer, so it doesn't matter to you anymore. <laughs> you've yeah. already, in, I, in, in three episodes that I've seen with you, you've already killed. Everyone's dream deer three times, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. I guess for you, it doesn't matter how many more deer you kill. No, I. By the way, this dude kills still big got deer. My, I still got my goals. I'm waiting for that elusive 200 incher. But I first, I right. got to hit 190 first. I, <laughs> I finally hit gross 180, and it's like I've been, I've been kind of lucky because if you just went out and shot that 220 incher right off the bat. I wonder if you'd still be as You'd be into spoiled it. almost. Yeah. That's how I look at you it. You know, like that, I, yeah. I step up 10 inches at a time. It's like I was stuck on 150, and then I, I finally got a 160, and it's right. like, wow, that was awesome. Then I was stuck on 160, and it's like every deer I was killing was 160, and then finally I hit 170, and it's like three of them right in a row. Every and deer so I was killing like, was 160. Yeah. Guys. All right, so here's what I'm well, hearing. Well, it's not as many as it sounds. <laughs> this is taking me back to high school where the guy, where, where the jock's like, Oh man, I can't believe I grew uh, like five inches. I'm like six foot five now. Um, man, but, but, I've got I've got one girlfriend. I can't wait to get two. And my parents just bought me a new. Co- I'm kidding. <laughs> what I do understand, I do get what you're saying. It's almost like the evolution of your hunting in a yeah. way. Oh, I mean, it is. for everyone, it's the same. Part way, of I think. it's luck. Yeah, because I mean, is. you know, if a deer comes in, he's six and a half. You're going to shoot him either way. But I mean, well, maybe. Yeah. But uh, you know, I did that too. 130s 130s 140s 150s and now i'm gonna chop up on that i hope in that 160 one set and get up that where i can say hey i'm up at that 180 mark but yeah god that's tough to get a deer over 160 consistently it just it's really hard hard to do but he's got he's got 10 of them hanging on yeah it sounds like (laughs) so so let me let, let me tie this into the original point i wanted to make because you know as like uh we're all working dudes and you know if we were gonna try and film hunts you like it's like yeah I've got time but like can I line someone else up to come film, so you know that's got to be, you know f- for you, you know you got to be like, dude I'm on a I, I finally see that two hundred and one inch deer like, I I've I've seen that he's 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 gonna be there Thursday morning, like I just feel it, and I happen to have it off work now you got to find a camera guy who not only can get in there quiet with you can find the time to do it it's just it's like you know do you let that 
there there was one of your hunts where you were like, man, I could shoot him right there, but I want to make sure he gets on camera. Yeah. That's always one of the, the toughest things about, you know, trying to film those hunts. So Exactly. Man, it's gotta it's just gotta kind of sometimes, you know, you're like You gotta be wanna... fully committed. Um, yeah. That's one thing I've found is being a camera guy myself, I run the camera. 50% of the time. So mm-hmm. when you're up there, it would be really disappointing as a camera guy to see the guy take the shot without getting the video because you're in that as a team. Right. Yeah, there's right. two guys there and it's not, not just your hunt being on the wall. I mean, it's your hunt together. It's and right. really the, the camera guys probably got more at stake than the guy hunting. I mean, well, yeah, I can, you know, says you the camera it. guy, <laughs> but, but, yeah. the, but the thing is, you know, you gotta, you gotta capture that moment because yeah. without it, you don't have a show. Yeah, and that's you. You even have to get enough. We've had to to wait and and let our shot opportunity go by. And this right. happened to us just last oh. year. I told you I struggled last year. Yeah, right. it wasn't because the deer wasn't in range. It was because we didn't have it lined up with the camera and the hunter and enough footage. We had it for a minute or not a minute, more like five seconds. But it right. That's not very good video to put out. Just. All of a sudden, he's there. What's that feeling like when you got that deer? Like, what what goes through your head as the hunter when you when the deer comes in, but the camera can't get it, and it's just not going to produce for that would what drive you want. me insane. Like, ready to throw the cameraman out the tree. Can you kind of like go into maybe a little? I mean, you don't yeah. got to go too into detail. A little bit of detail, like what kind of feeling? What thoughts run through your head when you know you can't you can shoot the deer, but the camera can't get it? And it's not going to work out for the TV show. Like what's it's, At least for me, I've just learned to accept that because it's just not what you're after. So it's kind of like taking a shot at his back end or something. Like, that's not what I'm after. I'm not here for that. So that's kind of, I mean, that's a kind of a bad analogy. But basically, you know what you want to get done. And it's like you're waiting for that moment. You're not waiting for the, I can shoot him really fast right there. It's like you're waiting for the... The, the perfect kinda, moment. Yeah, you need that perfect moment where right. it's going to work for both where, of you. And you're trying to keep contact with each other. And we've spooked some deer where they've come in, and it's just like they're getting around us. Right. You know, we know we, that. But. I think that would be the toughest thing, just like communicating between each other, saying, okay, the camera's in view, but I have yeah. a shot. Or right, right. the camera's not in view, and I don't have a shot. You know what I mean? Eric yeah. and I had that experience one time on a coyote when he came and filmed me. I was actually muzzleloader hunting. We had a coyote come in. But, I mean, we don't get into detail about that. But it was like he could get the coyote on film, but I couldn't shoot it. And then when I could shoot it, he couldn't get it on film. Right. And I was yeah. really just trying to get it. I should have just shot the coyote. Yeah. But we weren't filming for a show or anything. It was just yeah. for personal for fun. Yeah. But, yeah, I can't even imagine what that must be like. and. And when, one thing we haven't mentioned yet is where can people watch the show if they don't know? Uh, Sportsman's Channel is where we air. Um, it's usually, I believe, Tuesday and Friday nights. Um, okay. Awesome slots. Yeah, it's it's a good slot. Um, we run a 13-week episode, and then we run them all. We rerun. So there is a portion of the year that we won't be on, but right. uh, we, we start up usually after the first of the year and, and hit that, that quarter. Okay, awesome. We, I haven't checked yet, but, but is it going to – I don't know if it's on My Outdoor TV. I don't know if it's on there yet or if uh, it will be. I don't know if you're aware. That's brand I've new. I've seen so. that app, but I, I don't know yet if, if that's going to – It could be, be on there. I'm not sure. I, I Yeah, if you, if you go to – I know that like season four for sure is on um, Elite. Elite. Um, yeah, is get, it EliteArchery.com? Yeah, it. if you go to EliteArchery.com. Top, yeah. If you go to EliteArchery.com and the, there's like the navigation tab all the way to the right, Respect the Game TV, click that, and there's just a pile of episodes yeah. on here. Yeah, it's our first four seasons. We're on season five now, 
and those haven't been put up yet. Um, but, and it's, it's actually getting better every year, I believe. I mean, Oh yeah. Uh, the, I, not, not, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm no, no sorry. Yeah, Steve, you got to let him talk a little bit more. No, I'm sorry. But <laughs> I got excited because I wanted to mention to you that, like, seeing the, the, the show was, like, you know, you sent us a couple episodes that you were in, and I watched uh, a couple other ones. But the production that went into season four, it was, I was just like, wow, this is great. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because that, you know, you have some absolute superstars – not to not to swish you aside, but Philip Vanderpool, yeah, who we talked about before. I absolutely I love that guy. Like <laughs> he's that awesome. dude, yeah, that dude could absolutely do no wrong, and he's he's in that show. But like, it just seems like it's, uh, it's starting to become something that's really really special. And uh, you know, we try to be very unbiased, you know, here or biased. No, not uh, non biased. Yeah, not unbiased, but. You know when when we when we talk about like hunting shows that we like, um, which I like yeah. about any hunting show, but I'll pick up on when something's yeah you know I mean? yeah when something's not. There's something the same way. I, there's something especially good that's happening, and I, I don't know if it's because elite has just blown up. Like they've taken over the game. Yeah, they're. You know, everything that they've done so far has just been like... But for dude, good they're... reason. Let's take this and transition yeah. into something a little better and let Clark talk, Steve. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Let's, their bows are just awesome. And they're just, you know, Eric and I shoot one. Steve's not as cool as us, so he doesn't. And well, you don't know ev- that everyone's realizing how good a quality, the shootability of them. And so what bow are you shooting and what's your kind of setup are you going through? Because it's obviously working really well. Yeah, I've kind of been through several of the models. I mean, we we kind of keep up to date with the show, mm-hmm. and so far I have not found one that I don't like. I mean, they're all they've all been awesome. Right. Um, currently, I'm shooting the Impulse 34, mm-hmm. which is I don't know if you guys have shot that yet, but I have. It's it's a lot quicker than than the previous elites, but it's still got that elite feel. Mm-hmm, I mean, right. it, yeah, it's the... it's smoking, but man, it's smooth. Yep. So the the thirty one though, because me and Kurt did an awesome video on that. The thirty four has the six inch brace height, correct? And the thirty four doesn't that is or no the thirty one no, mixed up. Yeah, I have it mixed up. The thirty one has the seven inch brace height. Is that uh, correct? If I remember no. correctly, I think or I don't, the thirty one probably has the shorter brace height. I would no, think. the th- well the thirty four I know has a six inch brace height. Either way though, it's a um, faster yeah. bow with handling. It's like, a, like it the is. regular. It's a super quick. Yeah, bow. it come back about an inch on the brace height from the from I guess the energy series, mm-hmm. and uh, it just they they changed up a little as far as the mechanics of it and uh, right. The cam system just a just a smidge. There wasn't a, a big change, but it was just enough that they could pick up that extra the, the extra feet speed. A second. There was yep. there's a lot of people that I love an elite, but they want they want to see that IBO number, right? And right. they they just basically found a way to get it to keep the shootability without which is amazing engineering. Yeah. yeah, I mean, or without or in, and give them the the extra speed is what I right. should say. Plus, I think the the impulse has a little bit different riser than the energy in the does, series, yeah. and they're all great looking bows. It's almost like it's not over the top fancy, but it's like just enough, and it's like it's just what you want, right? 
You know, it's just a finely tuned sports car is what it is. Yeah, you know? it's, exactly. it's that next step up on your next model. There's yeah. So you, you were saying you've ran through the models. What models have you shot recently? That- I started off with a Pure. I mean, that was when I first started with Elite, and that Pure was the new model of Bo. Mm-hmm. And it was, I believe it was a 34 axle to axle. It was it was a really nice bow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just had the same basic feel of the Elites. It's just that... You guys know what I'm talking the about. Shootability. Shot, but yeah, the shootability. It's just so smooth and and you lock back, it feels like you gotta push oh, it forward to right. Absolutely. And it just I mean it and it's it's just a incredible feeling, Bo. Like when we're working the shows, uh, the deer classics or whatnot, uh-huh. you just see it in people's eyes. When when they pull back, it's just a different feel. Like they lock back. And they, their like, eyes ooh. light up. They look at their buddy like, "Wow, this is cool." My, my and name, then you tell them, "Let up on it," and they're like, "Yeah." And they're looking like, "Is it really going to go?" Like, forward I can't. Or not? I can't yeah. do it. I just that can't is, do it. That is like one of my favorite things. Like if uh, you know, if I'm hanging out a, a, at like a local archery shop or whatever, and um, someone uh, you know, someone says something like, uh, "You know, oh, I'm gonna shoot this elite," and they're shooting it, and like they're drawn back, and you say, "Yeah, dude, uh, let down." The look in their eyes when they figure out they can't let it yeah. down. Well, they they almost like step away. And like, yeah, they look at you like I can't do it. Yeah, it's almost like, are you kidding? Is there something wrong with yeah. it? Yeah, right. and then it goes down to like that was awesome, and yeah. then they got to try it again. Right, and yeah. uh, and then when they shoot it and feel how it shoots, and there's no hand vibration, and it's just so quiet. so smooth. smooth and quiet. Smooth. It just it's awesome, and that's the way I went from from that model. I went into a E35, the Energy series. Yeah. And uh, I picked the E35. I've always been kind of partial to a longer axle to axle. Yeah. I'm a little taller, so a short bow for me. I just. The string angle probably feels Yeah, weird. I think the string angle is what does it. I I, I just like a longer, and I, I like the fact that they offer two different options. Well, on it's that. more forgiving, too, you know, a little longer. It's Yeah, it is. And and I need that because I'm not an expert archer. I'm getting better, but I'm not. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> when you get on deer like what you're shooting, you get to shaking a little bit. So oh, yeah. if, you, if you can have a bow that handles a little better and a little more forgiving, I mean, yeah. why not? It's going to help yeah, you. Yeah, you can go into it with complete confidence, and that's that's right. not a sales pitch. It's just I've shot the bow enough. I almost forget that I'm shooting a bow. I'm just – it's like you're concentrated Natural. on the animal. It's, you're not concentrated on holding back because you're starting to get shaky because it hurts to hold back anymore. Right. I mean, you can lock back, and you – you just go. I mean, you just you kind of go into right, which is how auto. it should be because yeah. you're going to put a better shot on that animal and kill it more ethically and, and just if clean. You, if you're comfortable, if you're comfortable yeah. in yeah. that back wall. And, and there, there, there's something you mentioned. You know, uh, I want you to uh, talk a little bit about this. Um, you and Kurt almost have about the same setup. Um, he was shooting the synergy. Um, and Did I, I talked noticed... to you about that already because when I was watching, I'm like, he shoots like the he shoots the same release. Yeah, same mm-hmm. release. That's what I wanted to get to. Yeah. Um, the hex you yeah. shoot the hex um, I love, yeah so yeah talk to us about that because you said when you you know sometimes you're getting nervous you know has that hex really um because kurt talked about it that it's really helped him uh, i've talked about it know. on a couple episodes already, it helped but... me a lot yeah uh i started off i was shooting for years i shot a trigger release and before i got involved with with the the outdoor group which is the the mother group to or the mother company to to elite and there's several other companies we can get into, but Scott releases is one of them. So it kind of gave me the opportunity to try mm-hmm. something different. And I thought I was having a hard time punching the trigger. And part of that was how I was trained. Right. Um, the guy that taught me to shoot, he always said, don't settle on the target. So it, what it basically do is taught me to be like a fly by shooter. 
Right. Which okay. I don't think that's the best. I actually got to be pretty good doing that. Mm-hmm. But then when I wanted to start using a slider type site, it wasn't working well for that. And then right. I realized that there's a serious flaw in what I'm doing as far as good archery mechanics. So, right. Well, then I thought I'm going to start settling in on that, on the target. Well, after being a flyby shooter for all those years, it didn't work. I, <laughs> it was like some mental block. I could not get past just wanting to punch that trigger. Right. And, well, the guys from, from the show, the Pete, Pete uh, Crawford and Garrett Armstrong, mm-hmm. they was actually the first ones that, that told me to try this longhorn hex, see how you like it. You can set the tension. You can set the click a little deeper if you want. Uh, it's not not quite the back tension as some of them is, but because you're still on a wrist strap, but it's kind of a good crossover release. Right. It, it it'll give you a, an opportunity to kind of get away from punching that trigger. Well, I shot my first few arrows and lost a couple of those, and <laughs> and then I figured out how to do it. And, right. And it actually then I'm concentrating so much on that release that I I forgot to be punching the trigger. And you really can't. The way I had it set up, you can adjust that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can adjust it light if you do want to punch it through. But, right, right. Or you can keep it pretty heavy and uh, really pull through and use use back tension and, and good archery mechanics. Yeah, right. It taught me to be a better shooter. And so I, I went to that, and then I'm shooting a, a Longhorn Pro Advantage as well. I shoot that in the off season, and it kind of – I have that set a lot heavier. Mm-hmm. And I'm using uh, a little more hand rotation than full back tension, so it kind of – it's a good mix. I can I can move between the two, and if I start getting a little jumpy, I can just switch back over to that Longhorn. And, right. Uh, I'd be curious to shoot like how you're setting yours up versus how mine is because I just I feel I'm I'm used to how mine pulls off, and I have the click and everything. And I I'd like to switch and see what you shoot for setting versus yeah. like what I'm doing. You know what I mean? So it 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 helped me slow down, and think about my shot a little. It more. does. Yeah. It's you know. I would suggest it to anybody that's having a hard time punching the trigger. You know, I mean, if they're if they're popping that trigger, yeah, switch what you're doing and just try something different. Do you get this reaction a lot? How are you hunting with that thing? I do. Yeah, I've had a few people ask me <laughs> that. Like, is that release? You really actually hunt with it? And I said, Yeah, and I really love that release for hunting. Yeah. I mean, that's a great. Yeah. The Longhorn Hex is is like you said. That's the one I'm hunting with, and it's it's mm-hmm. just. A, well, there's you know there's there's two types of people that I've i've run into it's it's people that absolutely love the longhorn the hex mm-hmm. and use it all the time and the people who've never even shot it uh it just it seems like it's one of those releases that you know for a hunting setup and for guys that love shooting back tension it's absolutely perfect yeah it it's is like, it's know. like an elite bow you gotta shoot it yeah you just gotta <laughs> try you just it. gotta try that's it. true <laughs> i think if more if more people gave the Hex a shot. A lot of people have never even heard of it or tried no, gave it a shot. No, I hadn't before I got involved with the with yeah. the crew I am. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the, they kind of turned me on to it. And right. Well, I actually got a new release now, the the new Freedom XT. I don't know if you guys have seen it, and it's awesome. That's the one be, with the flag on it? Um, yeah, <laughs> no, think, I'm thinking of the other Scott. I think they actually, no, I think it? they actually do have, have different colors, but one of them is. I haven't seen that release yet. Yeah, it, it's pretty awesome. It's got a, oh, I'm trying to think of how they word it, but. But basically, the way it swivels, you know, on the old Scott, or not old, but most of the Scots, mm-hmm. they, they are on the strap, and they kind of got uh, two metal brackets that hold it. Yep. Well, this has a barrel that actually allows extra movement, and it, it just slides completely out of the way. It'll roll back completely out of your way. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, you, you need to check it out. It's it's really awesome. And I've shot it just enough to know 
I'm going to keep shooting it just to see. I, I'm, it's going to be hard for me to get away from that hex just knowing my shooting style. Right, right. right. But if I do, it's going to be that direction. It's, there it's might a, be a change. Well, that's the thing. You know what it's, I was pretty thinking? awesome. The other day, I I shoot really well with my hex. I love that release. And I'll probably shoot one. I, I, I'm so confident with it, probably for the rest of my life. I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, I hope Scott never, never. Uh, I hope they they don't quit making this release because in case you're I'm in, or something, I'm in love with it. Like, it's just like I hope it's not just some like thing they did for a little while and not enough people shot. It. I'm like, oh please, just keep it around. And that's the way I feel, you know, because I think if a lot of people picked it up, they'd be like, they'd see the benefit in hunting with it because, yeah. like my buck right there in the chair next to you got the skull plate sitting there. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would have got that deer without that release. I was so nervous and shook up because he was on to me. And that release made me a pull. I could pull back, didn't have to worry about it going off and punch myself in the face with the back yeah. tension because you hold on to the strap when you when you come to full draw. And it made me really bury the pin on the deer right where I want to put it and squeeze, 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 click, squeeze, boom. Yeah. Just you know? really makes you think about your shot. Yep. Yeah, it does. It does. And you I execute a much better shot with it, I will say that. Even under pressure because you have to think like, okay, just keep pulling, keep pulling, keep pulling, mm-hmm. and then there goes your arrow. Yep. Combine it with an elite. I mean, it's it's yeah. deadly. It's, it's deadly. And no bullshit, though. I mean, I'm really. I shot my deer with an elite with Ooh. that hex, and and I'm. We're not endorsed by either one. It's you guys just are just we, like we you guys are like twins it. over here. Yeah, we're, we get along good. Right. Twins. He's got his elite gear on. I see. I do. It's great. I'm in. I'm in podcast spirit right now, guys. <laughs> Where are you? Yeah. I've, I don't live here, so I couldn't change my. Clothes. Yeah. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Uh, my washing machine broke the other day. Yeah, so. Steve wears the same <laughs> knock-on shirt. You know what? I was seven days a week. Okay, cool. I was gonna wash. Uh, my washer moves a lot, and it's on two pallets, and it kind of knocked a water line loose. So I gotta, <laughs> I gotta figure that out. Anyway, but no, back to you, Clark. Let's not hear about Steve's life. What, uh, what's coming up next for you? Like, what, what kind of, what kind of desires, dreams? really attainable goals do you have um i would say that's kind of a tricky question but short term and long term i would say on the short term side of things i mean i would naturally like to keep doing what i'm doing up the game a little bit i I, want to go elk hunting really bad Mm -hmm. Um, there's several things that i would like to do in a short term goal as far as a long term goal um I guess part of my reasoning for going into to doing this with the show and, and everything is I'm not trying to be a, a famous bow hunter or anything, right. but what I'd like to do is, is just get a little bit of exposure and rub elbows with the right people in the industry so that when I retire from my day job, which is maybe 10 years out or, or maybe less, then I can... Right. Well, I can that old? Yeah. Well, I've been there for a long time. I started when okay. I was a little kid, so... Right. <laughs> but no, I, I'm thinking... Uh, I would eventually like to move into something more, more in the outdoor industry. Yeah, sure. just a permanent job, and which is a very I got to respect that because a lot of guys are just like I just want to quit and do it now. Where it's like it's very attainable for you, especially oh, yeah. with what especially you're doing in now. your position right now. Yeah, that's totally could, you could pull it off. Well, I've I've got a family and everything, so it's really hard to just dump off and just stop what I'm doing. And I've actually got a really good job for the area, so. It's hard to to walk away from. I mean, right. you, right. you kind of got to use your head a little bit, and knowing that I've got a pension coming and everything else, I think right. if I can hit fifty years old and 
and move into a, a job that I really enjoy doing. And right. And if you don't absolutely hate your day job now, yeah, I then, don't, there's, you know, there's ups and downs with any job. So mm-hmm. that's and, every job. Yeah. I mean, so, with anyone. Just, yeah. I, I got it. That's, I get that completely. All respect to you. And I, I, yeah, that's cool. That was, that was a perfect answer in my opinion, you know, respect I think back the job. I think one of the best things is too is how exactly. exactly he's on. I think one of the best things Steve's too is it. how you bring your your son Matt into it and how what a great that kid shot is he is. Stud, he is a stud. Uh, his his head's gonna be swelling. As oh, is he, he gonna listen to this? Oh, he'll oh, yeah. listen. Yeah, he's, I t- tell him he already asked when it's on. Oh, t- Kurt, Kurt used a swear word. Has he ever heard that word in this house? <laughs> Maybe once or twice, <laughs> sure. mostly by his mother. <laughs> oh, all right, throwing her under the bus, too. Oh, you better hope she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> uh, I just think that that's got to be cool for you to be the cameraman filming your son on hunts and stuff. It's fun. I mean, I, I spend a lot of time. It, it takes away from my my personal hunting time, right? but not the experience. I, I would rather do that any day of the week. Oh, it's yeah. just so right. fun when it comes together i mean there's some frustrations because he's a kid and you're trying to you realize what you just captured the shot and then he's he's like well let's let's go show grandpa or something and and it's like we we gotta sit here and and finish this out it's like (laughs) you can't just walk away and carry your bird or or your deer out you i mean you gotta you got a lot of stuff to do the work really begins right when the kill goes and so right that part of it gets a little interesting between us sometime but at the end of the day he he still likes doing i always give him the option i say you know if if this ever gets to be something you're not wanting to do we're hunters first and we're we're film guys second so we we, we just go have fun i mean that's an awesome aspect take on it i mean give him that option yeah and he loves it he's hunting and fishing he fishes Every day of the week, when he's in, in oh, a summer, I mean, he literally Luke Bryan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like his theme song. Yep. Yeah. Is he listening to that? Oh yeah, he he's into it. He he said that's his theme song actually. So Man, he's, he's on the right path, ain't he? Yeah, hey, had a boy. Yeah, he's he's fun though. He's if he's already doing that already with a bow, especially it's. And how old is he? He's twelve now. So, and he started. I mean, he started shooting his bow really young i mean he started with one of the little farm farm and fleet bows just i can't right. remember what the, model off he had the shelf package yeah just little and yep. he started with that and then like the shark attack bow yeah right. pretty much with the suction cups on it my yeah. first bow ever was one of the one of those packages it was like i don't even know who made it it was, it was called the brave warrior yeah he had that bow did he oh, yeah God. that was one of that was a second bow i believe he, <laughs> he was still around I oh was... yeah they still have them and really yeah he was shooting that thing and he got to where he was shooting it pretty good except he was like he constantly wants to be like the adults he's he's not just okay being a little kid he wants, he wants to be a cameron haynes levi morgan yeah he's he's civil well, or a darren bow, christian barry <laughs> yeah or darren christian barry good right. guy <laughs> yeah, yeah. love that guy great we guy. have dude we've talked about him so much we love that guy he's awesome yeah oh, he's, he's, he's the greatest great. dude he's he's the most genuine him and philip vanderpool probably the two mm-hmm. most genuine people i've ran into in this hunting industry. i would love to get those two in a room together oh yeah that you should have them up here sometime that would be awesome we had darren on one episode um it's actually the first podcast we ever did outside of the studio was with darren christianberry and one and we put that in our intro and one of our one of my favorite podcasts we've ever done yeah we were we were so nervous to like talk to him because like we all were. and it's funny because he taught kurt how to shoot the hex yeah, oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we were so nervous to talk to him. And he's like, he's like, 
you know, we, we got him on the podcast. He's like, yeah, guys, just talk to me whenever. He's like, shoot me a message on Facebook. And I've asked him, like, questions on, you know, the elite bows. And, oh, he gets right back to he me. He does, yeah. And uh, they, we've told this story a, a couple times on uh, on the podcast. But he's like, I was asking about the E35 because I got a short draw length at 27 inches. He's like, yeah, if you for what you're looking for, that's the bow to do it. And he goes, not to make you feel bad, but this is the same bow my wife shoots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, so I want to transition a little bit. I want to talk about the hunt where you missed that giant, and then you were hoping you were going to redeem yourself. Can you kind of tell the story? And you just got, for the listeners, you got to go watch the episode. Um, but I just could not believe how that all worked out in the footage. And just, yeah. Can you talk about that hunt from, from the miss to... To yeah, whatever happened, it, it actually that. starts a year before. Okay, that that deer I had trail camera of. I had a really nice video of that deer the year before. It was the fifth of November, and I was hunting another farm. Mm-hmm. And when I checked the camera on the eighth of November, here he was, and he he was back and forth on that farm on the fifth of November. Oh no, within shooting range, he come right by my stand, oh. and, <laughs> and I that was the first pictures I'd have of him. So I didn't even know he was on the farm until that point. Mm-hmm. Um, Except I will back up one step further. There was a deer that looked a lot like him as a three-year-old, and I think it was two years before that. I think when I shot him, he was six and a half. Mm-hmm. But he, and, and I might be wrong on that. I don't have the sheds or anything to really compare. But I'm pretty sure I seen him as a three-year-old, and then didn't see him again till he was five. It was the video, but I didn't lay eyes on him. And then it takes us up to the year that that I shot at him the first time, and that was uh, he had actually not showed up again that year i was kind of banking on old i guess uh not memories but i don't even know how to say it like just stuff you'd learned in the past so right and i i knew if he's still alive he was here on the 5th of november last year it took him a while to show up he was kind of my target deer even though i didn't know for sure he was there but we was talking about him we actually me and my buddy tyson was up in the tree that morning talking about that particular deer like Hope old tall tines shows back up again, and and we're talking about him, and, I, and I'm looking, and and from the side, he, this deer doesn't look that big because his his rack actually wraps in so much. Yeah, I mean he looks like a hundred and forty incher from the side, so right. it was kind of crazy. I looked up and I'm glass, and I said, "Nice buck coming," and he said, "Is it a shooter?" And I said, "Ah, I don't think so." <laughs> So not by my know. standards. He's yeah. not that minimum one seventy five. We we kind of aim for at least four and and most likely five year old deer is kind of what we're trying for. I mean, I'm guilty as anybody else. I've messed up, but right, yeah, well, that we, we all have. Yeah, messed that's... up and shot a one forty inch deer. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, and that and that's what I thought this deer was when I first seen him. And then I realized when he turned his head, I, I said, "That's him." And uh, that's he said, time. "Which one?" I said, "That's the tall tine one." He. He, so he's getting the camera ready, and he's in just the heaviest brush on the farm. I mean, literally, you just catch a glimpse and a glimpse. And then we realize what trail he's coming, and I knew exactly where he was going to come through. The downside to that was I knew for sure that that deer, uh, when he when he stepped out, we wasn't going to get a lot of footage of him where he was coming. So it right, was kind of right. we talked about it real briefly. I said, he's going to hit this opening. Should we try him or not? And he said, I think you'd be a fool not to. So yeah, oh yeah. When he stepped out, I didn't even want to stop him because it was so thick. And what I the footage, I I remember you kind of saying you can hear a little bit of that on camera. Yeah, we was kind of chatting back and right. forth as 
as much as we could, but he, I was afraid to stop him because I was afraid he's going to stop right behind the wrong stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and I figured he's coming through at 30 yards and he did. He come right down the trail. I thought he was. And he, when he stepped in, he says, I'm on him. And I shot and that deer come out of his skin. Yeah, I don't know. He ducked hard. He did like. duck. Yeah, if you slow motion that, which we do that do it on the the camera, but I mean, he moves a foot and it, he drops right right out of the way. He was like and the the roadrunner from Looney Tunes. Just <laughs> there's his like pew, dust gone. Yeah, gone. <laughs> and it, it's just it was so sickening. But I I felt happy about it. The worst part was, and I I can't remember what all we showed on the on the show, but that deer comes towards us rather than away. Mm-hmm. He heard the sound of the shot. The arrow busting through the brush or something. He actually come to us, and then he's in perfect camera, but I can't shoot him because there's a limb in my way. I can't get my bow pulled back because he got behind the only limb that that I didn't cut. (laughs) And I just, I don't have enough range in my reach to to pull back. So he's standing 10 yards from the tree just, and I can see him playing his day, and we're getting awesome footage of him, (laughs) but he ends up walking out of my life for that day. I didn't even go to look for the arrow. We reviewed the footage, and I knew it was a clean miss. I thought, I don't need to go down there and scare him out. At that point, he walked back to where he's planning on going. Right. right. So Just try and keep him in when, the area. When, I, when yeah. that deer first walked in the frame, and I was sitting there watching it with Sam, and I'm like, oh, my. <laughs> Beep. Cuss <Yeah. word. laughs> I'm like, yeah. that's a giant. Right? Yeah, he and he was. I mean, he, he was. he's even better when you hold him, and, and that's – Kind of takes us through the next, uh, I think that was the first of November that I missed him. Uh-huh. And I was kind of trying to get in there thinking, well, hopefully he'll come in for that first wave of does like he did before. Right. And uh, he just, he did. So I just was dying for the, the, the next good wind to hunt that farm. I've got two two stands that I really like to hunt that I felt I could kill him out of. And I needed a northwest wind. So. We waited, and it was 12 more days before we got the northwest wind. And finally, it, it come along, and, and the conditions were perfect. Right. So another buddy of mine, Chad, come up to film, and we we slipped in there going after that deer. That was the one deer. I had kind of decided on that particular farm, that's the only deer I'm shooting, unless it's something bigger that I don't know about that shows up. But I wasn't taking a lesser deer than that because mm-hmm. I didn't want to bust him out of there. So Right. So it was about i don't know probably 20 minutes after daylight and along he comes and we see and chad actually says hey your deer's coming and i said are you serious and he said right <laughs> behind us and i turn around and i seen them big old tines coming right at us and then he veers away from us and it's it's like just sick i'm thinking i didn't know if i should grunt at him because he was so spooky before Right. He just seemed like a timid deer. Right. You just don't want to take you, that chance. You yeah, didn't want to go bat and have him just psh, yeah, take Yeah, and off. I thought, I don't know what to do. So I got out. My, I, I carry two grunt calls. One of them I've set up like a doe, doe bleat. Mm-hmm. Oh, you carry dual grunt calls? Dual duels, dual yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so one of them I've got the reed moved up so it, it's a doe bleat. Uh-huh. And I grabbed that one, and I just gave a little bleat just to see if it would stop him or what it would do. And you just you can only see his feet at this point. And I, I watched his hooves just stop in the brush when I bleeded. So I gave him one more, and he just stood there. And then all of a sudden, he just reversed direction and come right down the trail in front of the stand. <laughs> and he comes, and I said, he's coming. And Chad said, I know, get get on him. And I did. I locked back. And I, I could have shot him 10 steps before, but it was I thought, he's coming. I might as well try to get a little footage. Right. A little more but film I'm, out of him. You ballsy yeah. man, you. Yeah, you yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the weird thing. 
That bleep must have sounded like a tweet that a girl, a single doe would send out. Single! <laughs> Pretty much, I think. It sounded good, I guess, because he come, and, and he just comes just on a beeline down that little little ridge, and uh, I didn't stop him again. I thought, I'm just going to shoot. I actually I shot low heart, and thinking if he, he jumps again. Duck. Yeah, and the travel, he was, he was kind of moving at a fair clip, so I just I put it low on the heart thinking if i hit where i'm aiming it'll be a heart shot and if he ducks again it's going to be a lung and right. he ducked right into it if you slow it down he you just watch him duck right into the oh, shot so oh, it was he, a perfect he, shot yeah then. and when he fell he went 30 yards and tumbled and it oh, just he like, wanted to die that's every shot so, you take it seems like <laughs> oh man what i can't even uh, imagine how that would feel man. it annoys yeah. me how many times you was shot well, you can't on be, camera Steve, in it. Steve, I'm gonna stop you right here. You cannot be annoyed because the guy puts in his work. And Steve, you just it don't makes have a it. perfect shot it an, no, every it, time. It annoys uh, me that someone works harder than me and gets what I want. <laughs> uh, but well, congratulations on that buck. Yeah, thank man. you. That deer, I I watched it. I'm like, that that is the perfect deer, really. The perfect yeah, oh, situation. Yeah, he was he was a pretty deer and. It was bittersweet when he's there on the ground because then you don't get to hunt him anymore. But right, but I can understand that. I was, but but the best part is these have all been in Illinois, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. How's that feel, yeah, Eric? Yeah. yeah, you just gotta come to Iowa and we'll show you what real deer are. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'll come over and show you how to kill Clark, one. Uh, now, if Clark's killing this caliber of deer in Illinois, I guarantee he'll kill. The largest <laughs> deer we, ever in Iowa. So we pass this stuff up every day. He'll teach, <laughs> he'll teach you Iowa boys how to really kill one. But I'd like to hunt Iowa sometime. I never, I haven't even deer hunted anywhere except for Illinois. I just, yeah, same. Of course, here. when it gets time, there's almost nowhere I'd rather be than than yeah. all the places you've done all the work and yeah. Hey, have we're you not ever that, been we're to not Iowa? Far away. Yeah, it's not too far away. I've I have been to Iowa, just not to hunt. Did you <laughs> ask if he's been to Iowa? <laughs> you never know. What? Yeah. The? My German exchange student has never been to Iowa. <laughs> oh, God. He looks like he's 16 hours away. I'm a world traveler. I've been to at least three or four states. So. All right. <laughs> there we go. All the Midwest states. Illinois, <laughs> Iowa, Wisconsin. <laughs> Anywhere the where there's a decent big buck. Right. Yeah. So anything upcoming with uh, hunts that we can look for or anything like that? On, um, We did real good on the turkeys this year. Uh, it won't, won't air until next season. But we had a great turkey season. Um, I did have a deer kill at the end of last year that was just missed the cut for making this year's show. So it'll probably be on next year's. It was a self-film late, late season. Uh, I want to say, don't quote me, but I think it was around the 10th of January. And uh, I had a couple days off and right. I went and sat. I had a, a mixed soybean turnip patch that that I felt like they was going to be hitting and they did. They come in, and two of them just posed. And I, I had to pick one. I actually picked the wrong one. When you watch the video, you'll say, why did he shoot that one? But at the time, he looked bigger than the other one. But when I go back and look at the video, I thought, man, I shot the wrong deer. But That's but it was two really nice deer. They weren't they weren't Boone and Crockett's, but they were just mature four-year-old right. plus. I mean, I think the one Perfect. I shot was four. I think the other one was five. When you look at the body, he definitely right. had a more mature. Yeah, first, the one was 165. The other one was like 162. Oh, yeah. He accidentally <laughs> shot the 162. No, these were back down to real life. They were... They were 
140-inch deer. <laughs> real real life. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Okay. okay. We, we got some rapid-fire questions. Don't look up at the screen. Don't right. look up at the screen. you got to look right. at me. Can't I'm just looking right at you. Just, just look straight to Steve. Don't do that too long. <laughs> it, don't yeah, look I won't too long. long. <laughs> you don't want to fall into the soul. You, if you stare into my soul too long, your credit score drops <laughs> 500 points. <laughs> 500. <laughs> Automatically. Uh, um, so we do rapid-fire. It's uh, They're meant to be question one one answer so okay. just simple bam rapid but if you feel like you need to go into detail you're more than welcome to explain your answer all right um we have a list here some we already know so we're kind of going to skip through like you know like one we'll skip over is what your what do you shoot for your bow what's your favorite bow are you yeah. looking up at that screen again no i haven't seen it look yet. at me baby <laughs> just am. look at me don't look too deep it's hard to look away from you <laughs> oh, thank you. He is a pretty, pretty man. <laughs> He's like, it's like a live train wreck 24 hours a day. Uh, <laughs> favorite camo? Real tree. Real tree. Extra is my favorite. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Favorite outdoor magazine? Ooh. Ooh. That one? I would say Quality Whitetails. Wow, that's, that's a first. That's a first one. Yeah, I like um, that. It's, that's a good answer. I'm, I'm kind of big into the management. I love, it's like it gets my wheels spin. I can read it, and I'm not really reading it anymore. I just, mm -hmm. all of a sudden, my mind's in, like, my own farm, and I'm right. I'm there thinking, how can I apply this to what I'm doing? And yeah, that so, makes perfect. sense. Perfect. Makes sense. Um, backstrap or jerky? Backstrap. But that's a tough call. Really, because of all the old deer that he's shooting, he's shooting them 10-and-a-half, 13-and-a-half-year-old deer, getting uh, the back straps off them. Favorite outdoor-related show besides the one you're on? Um, I would say Midwest Whitetail. I, Bill Winky is the man. The man. Yeah, you got to say that. I shook his is. hand. Yeah, he's he's a nice guy. I've met him. Don't know him, but I have met him, and he's a very nice guy. And super knowledgeable i like yeah i like the process of deer hunting so that's the only thing about our show that i that i miss out on i guess it's not that i don't like it about our show is is i really like the process right but it's just a whole different format from what we're doing right we're right. kind of a quick pace mm -hmm. and that like midwest whitetail you you see you can more sit of back the it's the educational i, I like that but the, the quick background. pace the quick pace stuff is really what's what grabs people, it a is. lot of people, you know. You know what I, li I yeah. like about Bill Winky? It's not like, you know, you got these other, you know, hunting shows that are on that, like, you know, do the, like, oh, we're going to Africa this week and this. He's, like, giving you, like, live updates throughout the season. Yeah. I I've always loved that. Yeah, I, we, I don't yeah. know. He what... emails you weekly if you sign up for his thing, whatever. But, yeah. Okay, this one, you got to dig deep on this question. Uh-oh. Out of the three of us, who's your favorite podcast host? Um, Ooh. it's got to be Steve because we're oh, closer to the same size. No, hey, <laughs> boy, it got deep there, and Steve won it over. How about that, dude? Yeah, am I in the lead now? Uh, no, no, no way. Oh, I am no way. way in the lead. You're catching two points. up. You're you catching two up. Points. Yeah, but from who? Who picked you guys? Uh, everyone else, but like. Some Clark and like some maybe scrubs. <laughs> let me tell you, some scrubs picked you. Clark Cummings picked me. Okay. And he's the most important person in our lives <laughs> okay, we're right now. We're over you now. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Next Moving question. On. Thank Tip you, Clark. Typical deer or non-typical deer? 
non-typical just because it's evaded me and i i really want a big non-typical i did shoot an awesome non-typical but it was only a (laughs) three-year-old and i didn't know that he was only 174 inches he was he would have been a giant like if i just would have let him go it's like and i realized that when i got up to him it was like i just seen points sticking everywhere right how big was he um, he was in the, I think, high 150s, but he had 20 points. Oh, this really? guy, dude, oh, dude seriously. All right, was... get, out, get out of Kurt's house. <laughs> yeah, he, he <laughs> needed private property. two more years, and he would have been incredible. Oh, and that, that was man. with broken tines, too. Wow. I mean, he, he would have been a stud, but that was I was younger. But, hey, you can't and, knock a uh, 150-inch deer. I see, yeah, yeah, that's I see the thing. Your, I, mean, I see your point. I do. I get it, but, yeah. yeah. I mean, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Exactly. It's I look up at him on the wall. I still mounted him. He's still an awesome deer, but I just think, man, that was that was the one right there. So. Right. Okay. What's your dream hunt? Ooh. Um, I've got two dream hunts that uh, I guess my dream kill would be a moose. Mm-hmm. I want to shoot an Alaskan moose really bad, but I think as far as just scenery. Tattooed one on me. That's how Did bad you? I want to kill. You got moose. I think <laughs> it'd be awesome. I just want to go do that sometime. Oh yeah. But from everything I've I've heard, it's it's a a tougher hunt. You don't see near as far. So I guess as far as I'm a I'm a scenery guy and a nature lover. Right. I guess like I'd like to do a Colorado mm. or New Mexico elk. Yeah. That would Arizona. be Arizona. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean something like that. I would. Every Midwest boy's dream is killing yeah. an elk out yep. west, man. Yeah. That's um, that's right at the top of my list. Favorite tree stand snack? Hmm. Anything I have with me? I, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't carry a lot of snacks. My buddy Tyson that films with me, he's he's like the snack guy. He's always got something. Right. How's he spell uh, his name? Is it T H I E S? That's a, that's a Midwest joke. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. No. All right. He's but no he he always brings all of the snacks drinks he's 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 prepared every time i think ah, i'm not gonna be worried and i'm starving he's like i got something i got something for dude, you this guy's sleep. up in his tree stand like probably like a lazy boy tree stand and he's sipping pellegrino probably having caviar <laughs> shooting his 190 inch deer oh, come on oh, they're growing come on <laughs> maybe next year he's got, he's got like a spring-loaded thing out of his sleeve that shoots a granola bar out of it <laughs> there you go that's usually what we're eating is granola <laughs> bars i don't like anything that smells real strong that's like so. the yeah. classic like i'm in the wood snack like oh you got a granola bar mm-hmm. and if you're a liberal it's a it's a cliff bar yeah <laughs> um uh, it's like okay. trying to eat cheetos in the and the tree stands like, oh. yeah, the, the bag. <laughs> okay, the question that we love the most, and that's why we save it for last. And you can't say fly. You're if you could pick oh, yeah. one superhero power. Um, I think we stumped him on this. X-ray one. vision. Yes, there we go, Bingo. my man. <laughs> I'm to see about. through you the trees that, and see the deer. You can see that arrow fly through a deer and there see exactly where it hits. Thermal vision would be nice. Thermal, oh, yeah. yeah. Thermal. Dude, that's a first. That is yeah. a first. Thermal vision is the greatest thing ever because, dude, you can tell what a deer looks okay, like. Like predator. Trees. Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I always seemed... said uh, invisibility and like I had no odor is what I said one time. I'd be the ultimate deer hunter. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah, you guys think of it for deer hunting. Like I had the greatest one. I had the ability to always pull talk out to girls. exact change. Oh, oh, dude! If I could pull out exact <laughs> change all the time, I didn't need to talk to girls. How much is your time worth? Three hundred thousand. 
Oh, that's funny because I have exactly three hundred thousand. <laughs> that would be a good one to have. Exactly, because everyone's like, "Well, odd. how do you tip?" We automatically have the tip in there. So all of a sudden, does nineteen dollar <laughs> meal turn into a thousand dollar meal? God. You guys, deep. I, this I, is I, deep. That's I the cannot dumbest believe you guys are about <laughs> the exact change man. Okay, you want to go buy a house? How much is this house? Hundred fifty thousand. Put it on my tab, homie. <laughs> oh wait, my tab's paid in full because I can always pull out exact change. Okay, a little deep. Yeah, All I'm right, sorry, man. You guys... We're over it. It's time to give away free stuff. Yes. So we have for, like free stuff. Everyone likes free stuff. Clark, what do we have to give away today? We have two. Respect the game hats, mm-hmm. and that will go to separate people. Yep. So, and then we also have two of the new double back grunt calls from Duel, mm. which are awesome. Yeah, they are awesome. The yeah, I think you guys are going to like them. So what I think what we're going to do is, if you want to win this gear, and you have a pretty fair chance to do, all you got to do this, is, especially if you listen right when the episode releases, I mean, or even then, you never know. Just go ahead and do it. Share the Respect the Game Facebook page. Share the Working Class Bowhunter podcast page on Facebook and then message us or email us either or and say, hey, I shared them. Here's my name. We will look, make sure you did it. And if you get that done before, if you're in line, you know, if we still have the uh, the products available, we'll get your information. We'll send it out to you. Is that fair? We got four winners, by yep. the way. Four winners. Four, four different winners. people. So share, respect the game, Facebook page. Share the Working Class Bowhunter podcast Facebook page. And then email us or private message us on Facebook and say that you shared it, and we will get your information and send you out some goodies. Our email, by the way, is workingclassbowhunter at gmail.com. Or workingclassbowhunter.com. Oh, also, we'll throw in, uh, we'll do another separate giveaway, so make it five. We'll throw in a working class bowhunter decal. I don't know, what are they, like eight inches tall? They're they're big enough to where you you can rep for us, and we'll love you to death. Absolutely. Um, and uh, we'll take you to Creative Critters Taxidermy. Hey, uh, there you go. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, five winners now. So we got the two hats, the two grunt calls, and the podcast decal. Share the Facebook pages. Let us know you did it. We'll get your information. We'll mail you out some goodies. And uh, so we got another podcast this week, too. We got some more goodies to give away. So you guys got to stay tuned for that. You guys just listen to us. We'll give you stuff. It's happening. Uh, are, we that Clark, desperate, are we that desperate guy? I mean, we're just giving back to kinda, our listeners. Kinda. No, okay, then okay, we're good. You know, uh, anything else you want to add, Clark? No, I mean, it was fun. It's been it's yeah, been real fun. We'll have to do it again for you know, sure. Hey, absolutely. You, do, you don't have to lie to us. Yeah, you, you really don't <laughs> have to lie. You really are welcome back anytime, though. We, yeah, it was fun. It, it was a good episode. You guys want to add anything, Steve? Eric? Nope. No, I, I awesome time. I had an absolute uh, absolute blast, dude. Go check out uh, Respect the Game TV. Um, EliteArchery.com EliteArchery.com Go to EliteArchery.com You can check out all the um, The great products yep, Yeah, from all, there all you the get products, to Scott To all Duel the to all the other All the, all the other companies um, um, Do you well, I, I, Like I, I had this written down What <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry <laughs> like, it out already What um, Do you have any particular episodes You want our listeners to check out Or just check out the whole thing And find the gems Yeah, I mean I can't remember which which ones are which. Um, the ones I sent you, I yeah, we'll share them. How about yeah, that? We'll, we'll just share. Them. How about we share, share all? That'd be, of them, that'd be yeah. good. Yeah, share okay. them up, and uh, we'll do that. My favorite one, my my most personal hunt is the one where I shot my my buck uh, in the bean field. That, yeah, uh, we mentioned that earlier in the yep, episode. Yeah. We talked about earlier that was 
He's 173 inch. He, he wasn't the biggest. He's my second biggest, but, <laughs> but he's my favorite because of Beautiful the backstory. Deer. And yeah, yeah, we. Yeah, that, I was, think, that was the emotional journey for you. And it was, yeah. I, that that particular deer, I mean, that was on a farm that my brother and I owned that farm, and we bought it because that was where my little brother and I hunted, and we lost him. Yeah, and uh, it was ten years to the to the year. I mean, just it and it was just uh, right where we always hunted together. I mean, the whole thing just kind of come together. It was just kind of a surreal moment. Right, I think it's awesome. uh, It's an awesome experience. Out of of every outdoor show I've ever seen, and this is no joke. Like, I think that is my favorite hunt I've ever uh, (laughs) ever watched. And like, I I remember watching it. I was like, "This is a great hunt." And then after the critters down, you got to the story. I was like. Dude, there's no way. Like, this is already my favorite hunt. But because there's, you know, everything that went into it, I love that. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll share that. For sure. I agree. Yeah, I kind of got a, a little choked up. I didn't even really get to go through the whole thing. But you know how right. how mm-hmm. it is when you're in the moment and you you kind of get right past the, the dead deer on the ground and you realize what really put you there. And, right. Yeah. Well, and it was fun. Something about yeah. it when I watch someone like get emotional through the hunt. I, I relate to it and it kind of hits me in a soft spot because yep. I, I, get, I get emotional every time I shoot a deer. I probably cry yeah. every time I shoot a big buck and that's it weird ha- for people to happens, understand. But, but yeah, you ever want to see anybody get like more into the deer, like go shoot. Like if Kurt is your friend and you shoot a big buck, there's no one more excited than Kurt. Like I, <laughs> I do could, love to see my, my friends shoot deer. I get, great. I actually get really <laughs> shook up over my buddy. Dude, you deer. could yeah. shoot. Your biggest deer ever, and like Kurt's gonna be more emotional than you. Oh like, yeah, I, I, it's I, just... when I shot mine, I texted him "big buck down," and he was texting me, texting me, and I would not text him back. I knew it was killing him inside. <laughs> yeah, it does drive me nuts. <laughs> I love it. That's, I live uh, for it. I don't know. I can't. That's just what I do. Well, that says a lot about you as a person, really. I mean, if, yeah. if you're one of the guys that's like, oh, he got another one. I'm sick of hearing about it or whatever. Oh, yeah. right. I mean, that's that's one thing. But when you're truly happy for your friends, I mean, it. that's what hunting's all about, really. Right. Kurt is Extreme. like the first one, like all over the deer, like checking it out, like, oh, man, let me feel his teeth. How old does he feel? <laughs> like getting his fingers like right up in there. In like the gums and stuff. Oh, it's <laughs> first one to give you a big ass hug. Oh yeah, it's a it's <laughs> oh, yeah. a sight to see. It's a big deal. Oh, so yeah, like so you know deal. so when like the because you only get two bucks in Illinois, so the big two hundred and eighty inch deer that you're gonna shoot this year, you know, <laughs> two hundred and eighty, two one hundred and two one hundred eighty. There you go. Uh, Kurt's, Kurt's going to be an emotional wreck, man. He's going to need ice cream at Gilmore Girls. So. <laughs> He'll be the first one I send a text message yep, to. Or yep. There text, you go. How did I say that in that, that episode? Text mail. Text mail, that's right. Yeah, text I love mail. It. That's also, my favorite episode. That's the only thing that stood out to me. Yeah. Watch Here's Respect the mail. Game. You'll uh, you'll need ice cream at Gilmore Girls. It'll, it'll, <laughs> you I like that, it. right? Yeah, yeah, did you yeah. know? Yeah, that's my favorite. You know, Guys with girlfriends know about. Oh, yeah. But Ben and Jerry's and Gilmore Girls. All right. <laughs> On that note, I think it's time to wrap the episode up. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We love you. And uh, hopefully you're the one that's winning some free goodies. And uh, you know what to do. Go shoot your bow. Thanks, guys. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.